0: You're listening to A Way Outside. Back guys to Way Outside. My name is Jake Coffin, and if this is your first episode of listening to, then welcome back. Welcome to Way Outside. This is a basketball podcast, started by me, Jake Coffin. I'm a 17 year old from Chicago, Illinois, and yeah, the other sports do get talked about sometimes, but mainly ball, basketball. And we have a great couple of weeks coming up with basketball for all March Madness is here, and it's just one of the best times of the year for me. Not even just in sports; just one of my favorite times all year. It's just a, such a fun competition with your friends. Just love watching a the passion. There's so many just great things about it. So today, today is Wednesday. It's the second day of the first four, and tomorrow is when the first game starts. So I thought I would ch- t- tell you guys every pick of my bracket, who I think's gonna win stuff, and then afterwards talk about I guess some of my favorite experiences and moments about March Madness and explain it to some people if they don't know what it is. And then I have some other stuff from other some other MBA dudes and some other sports stuff to talk about. So let's get into this. I'm going to explain March Madness to you in case you don't know, because I have some people that listen that don't even know that don't know basketball well. So March Madness is the term is not, is not an actual name for something. It is the is the nickname for the college the NCAA basketball basketball tournament, which is college, the Division One tournament. And how it works is there's 68 teams that get put in based on rankings that from this board. And so they're seeded all numbers one through sixteen. The one seeds are the best. Best are in theory the best teams. The sixteen seeds are the lowest, worst teams. And it sounds weird asking why sixty eight. So the, th- the way that it works is there's so the, there's, so there's something called the first four, and that's on the yesterday it was and today is they have eight teams battle out for four spots. They play a game, and it's four different eleven seeds fight for two eleven seed spots, and four different sixteen seeds fight for sixteen in these spots. <laughs> I don't know exactly why they do this, because it doesn't really make sense in any logical, except for just, like, more money and stuff, but uh, that's really the only reason I think about it, but it's really fun to watch, because these force 4 teams are are really hyped. They're usually not the schools you've never heard of or usually think, but but watching basketball from them, watching their passion, like I said, it's very fun to watch, so... Yeah. So after that, it's so pretty much there's it's a and it's a single elimination game. So you, after that, sixty eight goes to sixty four, and then it goes thirty two, to sixteen, to eight, to four, to two, to one. Yeah. And the thing there is, it's something called a bracket, which is like the place where all of that and it, so these teams get matched up against each other based on their seeds originally. And they move down the bracket, and a lot of fam- the thing people do is try to guess who which team thinks is gonna win every game. And they're like, oh, it's probably pretty easy to guess it, right? No, because you have, there's so many games, so many upsets, so many things that can happen, and then it messes up brackets, and it's funny, and it's possible to try to see to get one, because the odds of it are ridiculous. It's like one in a gajillion, I don't even know. But, um, yeah, and so that's the kind of thing it's fun just to see it. Also, especially if you have, t- if your school's in the tournament, I mean, I don't really have much experience with this, I have Northwestern, but uh yeah, but seeing schools that, you're likers of, and also just kind of, fit you'll, but you. I can guarantee you, you will at least find, find out about three new schools that you, the only reason you know them is because of March Madness, otherwise you would have never heard of them, I can guarantee that to you, okay, so but anyways, let's move on to my bracket, so we're going to start with the East region, where we have number one Duke taking on number 16, the 16th seed, which has not been determined yet, it's the winner of North Dakota State and North Carolina Central, however, obviously, I don't think that this really matters about which team wins, because Duke's going to kill them, <laughs> Duke's fuck you got fucking Zion you got Zion, you got RJ, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Next we got the eight man matchup, which is the VCU versus UCF. I have UCF winning this game just because of Taco Fall alone. If you don't know who Taco Fall is, he's a seven six center for UCF and he just dominates the boards, he gets you so many extra possessions, he's just such a big body. And he's also just really good. So I think that UCF, I mean, UCF can win that game. Next, we have the fifth five seed Mississippi State versus the twelfth seeded Liberty, and I have Mississippi State winning this game. Even though I've been this one's been one i am debating a lot, just because I've heard a lot of good things about Liberty. But when I look at the matchup, Mississippi State just is is a better overall team and looks better suited for this game. And now we got the four thirteen matchup, which is Virginia Tech versus Saint Louis. I have Virginia Tech winning. Virginia Tech is a very very good basketball team. I think that. They're going to go pretty far, or pretty decently far. Next, we have the 6-11 matchup, which was Maryland versus the winner after the winner of yesterday, Belmont. I'm going to take Belmont, honestly. The way I've seen them play, they look like a good team. I think that Maryland's not great. I have Belmont winning that game. Moving on. Next one, we've got LSU versus Yale. I've heard a lot of people think talk about how they think Yale's going to win this game. I personally don't see that as much as i wanted to believe that it'd be cool but i have yale winning i mean i was was you winning next we have the seven ten 10 championship which is louisville versus minnesota i have minnesota winning i was i was watching in the big 10 tournament because you know i live in big 10 and uh they got two really good players they got murphy in its center they have coffee those two players are really good i think they're gonna win over lsu i mean louisville sorry (laughs) pull off the upset and finally for the East, we last but not least, we have the two for fifteen matchup, which is Michigan State versus Bradley. I have Michigan State winning. Yeah, there's not really a discussion for that one. Okay. okay. Let's move on to the West. So we have Gonzaga versus number one sixteen matchup Gonzaga versus F Ferry Fairly Dickinson. And as much as I want to take Fairly Dickinson, I love last night, especially Jill, Jaleel Jenkins. A shout out to him. If I could ever give him a listen to this. you were balling last night, man. Love watching those smaller guards able to like take over games and march on the national stage. Even it's very uh, fun to watch. However, Gonzaga is gonna. Be, I might have Gonzaga winning this game because 1-16 is there for one 16 seed has never won, and that was last year. And I don't think we're, I don't think it's gonna happen again or anytime soon. Okay, next we got to the eight nine matchup, which is Syracuse versus Baylor. I have Syracuse winning, even though a lot of people like to pick Baylor. I have Syracuse. They play in a good conference, and they have a better coach. This next game is probably my fr- most the matchup. I- the first round matchup I'm most excited for it. just tomorrow. It's Marquette versus Murray State. If you don't know why this is, Marquette is a school, one of my favorite schools I'm looking into going to, really, like I'm very interested in. And Murray State is has Ja Morant. And I'm a Bulls fan, you know, we want Ja. We're probably going to get Ja. So, and I've also only wanted to have not caught to see a Murray State game this year because they're a finishing So, I'm really looking forward to see that one. I have Marquette winning that game because. Marcus Howard is too good, and the team around him is just better than Ja'Vaz. But that's going to be a really good game. Next, I got the 4-13 matchup, which is Florida State against Vermont. I have Florida State winning. Florida State's a very good team. Got to the, SEC, the ACC championship, one of the better teams in the ACC. And that's a very, saying a lot coming from that conference. Yeah. And then the 6-11, we have, it's, not, it's only been partly determined. It's Buffalo versus the winner of Arizona State in St. John's. I have Buffalo winning just because... I don't know anything about Arizona State or St. John's so I'm just gonna go with them. We have the three fifteen matchup f- fourteen matchup, my bad. Um Texas Tech versus North Kentucky. I Texas Tech only Texas Tech is a very good team. I think it's a little bit underrated just because of the athleticism that they possess. Like last year one of their guys had a if you look this up, um he had a three sixty alley oop dunk. It was pretty crazy in the tournament in game. Like not even on like a breakaway, it was just a normal play. But um <laughs> And next we have Nevada versus Florida. A lot of people, I mean, seven ten Nevada versus a lot of people like to pick the ten in these situations, but I'm going with the seven Nevada just because. Um, I I've seen Nevada makes do do some good things, and succeed, and yeah. Next, last but not least, for the East, we have I mean the West. Sorry, we have this the two fifteen matchup, which is Michigan versus Montana. I have Michigan winning, even though I really don't like saying this, but it's the obvious and only correct option. Next, we're moving on to the South. And for the South, first 116, we got Virginia versus Gardner Webb. And I have Virginia winning this game. Because it's a 116 matchup Virginia is not going to blow it again I just they, they're good they're a very good team they have got Kyle Guy who's been is a very is one of the best players in the country and yeah next one, we move on to the 8-9 matchup which is Ole Miss versus Oklahoma I'm going with Ole Miss I don't know this one I just got like a feeling on about I don't have actual good reasons but yeah next one we have Wisconsin versus Oregon and as bad as the Pac-12 has been I'm still going to take Oregon in this game I don't know why. I'm probably gonna regret it, but I think I, have Oregon moving on. I think that especially the, the momentum they have at the end of the season. You know, they were they did win their conference tournament. They're on a good run right here, and I think they're gonna win. Next we got Kansas at the four thirteen, which is Kansas State versus U C Irving. I have Kansas State winning. U C Irving's not that good. Yeah, yeah. And then six the six eleven matchup where you don't see to usually see Villanova this low, do you? Um, yeah, but um, so if it's Villanova vs. St. Mary's. I have Villanova winning just because it's Villanova, and they're, they want—they're literally—they're they're the reigning champs. I still, and I still, Jay Wright's a hell of a coach. Next, we got the three-four team matchup, which is Purdue versus Old Dominion. I'm very excited about Purdue. If you don't know my, yeah, they have a, their starting point guard actually went to my high school, um, or my former high school, Nojell Eastern. He's he's been balling. I really want to see how Purdue does. They're a good team. We have the 7 10 matchup, which is Cincinnati versus Iowa. I have Cincinnati winning. A lot of people tell me they're picking Iowa, but I'm sticking with Cincy. We have the tennis. And finally, for the South, we have Tennessee versus Colgate, the 215. I have Tennessee winning. And the last but not least for the round of 64. You guys will get their eventually. We have North Carolina, one against Iona 16, I'm North Carolina winning, I'm not going to explain that, because yeah, and then we have the 8-9, Utah State versus Washington, Washington, I'm taking, even though the Pac-12 isn't good, Washington's still a pretty good team, I think they're going to do it, next we have the five twelve Auburn versus New Mexico State, and I am New Mexico State winning, I think Auburn's record against great teams isn't bad, I think that New Mexico State is in a better position, because they're a team that pretty sure won their conference, and yeah, Next we got the four thirteen, which is Kansas versus Northeastern. It's Kansas. I'm taking them over Northeastern any day of the week. Next we have the six eleven, Iowa State versus Ohio State. This is a tough one for me, but I'm going with um Iowa State here just because I feel like that they're a better team. Next we have. The 34 team, which is Houston versus Georgia State. I have Houston winning that game. Houston's a very good team. Last year, even though their best players not there anymore, they still were a very good team. Then this one's one. Seton Hall has broken so many of my brackets. So uh, this is the seven ten 10 Wofford versus Seton Hall. I'm putting Wofford just because of how dynamic their offense is. It's one of the better ones in the country. And I think that's enough to get the best Hall. You know? And last but not least, for the round of 64, we have Kentucky versus Albany Chris- Alb- Christian, which is 215. I have Kentucky Wing so that makes us to the second round and the first let's start with each of the second round I it's the one nine I have duke versus ucf i have duke winning just because again i don't know if you heard of this guy's name is zion williamson he's just he's just okay yeah huh and uh next we have the the 5-4 mess up which is mississippi state versus virginia tech and i have virginia tech winning that game I, then there's Belmont versus LSU, which is an 11-3 matchup. I have LSU winning that game. And then we have Minnesota versus Michigan State. I have Michigan State coming out for that. So now for the West. Gonzaga versus Syracuse. I have Gonzaga. Marquette versus Florida State. I have Marquette coming out of that game, even though it might just be a hope thing for me. Just because I don't think that they might. There we, the, um, we have Buffalo versus Texas Tech. And I have Texas Tech coming out victorious. And for finally, I have Nevada versus Michigan. I have Michigan coming out winning. Next, in the South, we have Virginia versus Ole Miss. I have Virginia winning. Next, we got Oregon versus Kansas State. I have Kansas State. Villanova versus Purdue. I have Purdue. And Cincinnati versus Tennessee. I have Tennessee. And for last but not least, the Midwest. North Carolina versus Washington. I have North Carolina. Mexico State versus Kansas. I have Kansas. Iowa State versus Houston. I have Houston. And Wofford versus Kentucky. I have Wofford, guys. I think they're going to go far. I think they're pulling off this upset. Hey, okay, so now we are on to the Sweet 16. So, we have number one, Duke. Uh, it's Duke-Virginia Tech. I have Duke winning this game. Again, I just don't think... Same thing being stopped. LSU versus Michigan State. I have Michigan State. Cassis-Winston has had such a great year. One of the better players in the country. Going to be a great NBA prospect. Then in the West, that's the East. The West, we have Gonzaga versus Marquette. I want Marquette to win, but I'm going to be honest. Gonzaga's probably going to win. <laughs> so I have Gonzaga winning. Then we have Texas Tech versus Michigan. And I'm going to say... Michigan's going to win this game. Now we have the South. Virginia, number one Virginia at four Kansas State. Virginia winning. And Purdue at Tennessee. I have Purdue winning. And in the Midwest, I have North Carolina versus Kansas. I have North Carolina coming top. And I have Wofford beating Houston. Now we're on to the Elite Eight. So to recap, the teams that are here are Duke, Michigan State, Gonzaga, Michigan, Virginia, Purdue, North Carolina, and Wofford. Okay, for the Elite Eight, we have Duke versus Michigan State. I got Duke winning that one. Then I got Gonzaga versus Michigan. I have Gonzaga coming out. Then we got Purdue versus Virginia. I have Purdue beating Virginia here. This is like I said, a lot of people. I just don't have faith in. I don't think Virginia is a team that's going to to past the elite eight if they make it there. That's just my opinion. I don't. Their offense has never been consistent enough for me. I was saying it before that game against there, and then, so then I, and I have North Carolina being offered. So the final that means the final four is Duke, Gonzaga. Purdue, North Carolina. I have Duke coming out, out from the from the East-West matchup, and the South-Midwest, I have North Carolina, which brings up one of the best rivalries in sports for the championship game, and I have Duke winning. So, yeah, that's my, um. those are my picks for all games in the NCAA tournament. I think I'm pretty good. I don't, I'm not a super risky person when it come to my picks. I try to be more realistic, but, um, yeah, I think this is who I actually think, too. So, yeah. Pretty much that's my thing. And now we're just gonna move on to so an NBA topic. Two days um last two nights, two Eastern Conference All-Stars were have went absolutely off in the past few days. Two days ago it was Giannis Santa Tacumpo. Don't know if you've heard of him, he's six eleven, he's on the bucks, he's insane. <laughs> yeah, he had fifty-two, sixteen and seven, seventeen of nineteen from the free throw line. He was just absolutely amazing, and the funny thing is he still lost. <laughs> Yeah, go Sixers. But um, yeah, and then last night D'Angelo Russell was straight fire. He had um twenty seven in the fourth quarter to overcome. They had a it was for the Nets to overcome a twenty eight point road halftime um, second half deficit and one. D'Angelo finished with forty four and twelve assists. It's just a crazy game. Looking at the highlights, it's crazy to see because he's not the one, he's not that quick of a point guard. He's pretty slow and stuff, but he's just so calculated and he knows when to take the right shots. And D'Lo is just so fun to watch. And, yeah, I'm excited to see the Nets in the playoffs this year. Okay, so now I was going to move on to a really quick roast session of the Giant, of the New York Giants. I noticed this is football. Why the fuck did you trade Odell and get for a first and a fourth? That's pretty much what you, you trade for a mid-first and a fourth. Jeez, if I was a Giants fan right now, I'd be so fucking pissed. Good thing I'm a Bears fan. I mean, I'm still pissed because we had Cody Hockey, but take that, Giants fans. The Browns are making the playoffs. How do you trade a player that's that good for 20 million guaranteed? You're paying Godell to play for the Browns. Yeah, but that's pretty much it, guys. If this is um, if this is your first episode, listening, make sure to listen to the rest. Follow me and like this. Um. I love doing this. My name is Jake Coffin. I'll see you guys next time on The Way Outside.